0: Hello, everyone. This is The Shuffle Bus, and I'm your host, Jesse Bergman. As always, I have my friend and co-host, Neil Moman, joining us today. Welcome aboard the bus for episode 12. We're just trucking on along here, Neil. Uh, we're both in uh, self-quarantines, restrictions from all the corona stuff going on out there, so I hope everybody is staying safe and healthy and getting to spend some time with uh, your family in this process. But for episode 12, we are going to talk more Wave 5 spoilers. So we're continuing on, I guess we can call this, part 3 of spoiler season. And we're going to dive into battle cards. So Neil, how's it going, man?
1: It's going good. Um, I mean, the quarantine hasn't changed my life at all. I just stay at home all the time anyway, because I work from here and... We have plenty of toilet paper in my house.
0: Uh, <laughs> well, you're one of those hoarders. Are you like, are you like eBaying out toilet paper these no, days?
1: No. I'm just like a single male who lives with another single, single male. And we ha- bought toilet paper you know, two and a half weeks ago and have not used it because <laughs> we're and not I live crazy. In a house,
0: <laughs> and, I, and I live in a house with three girls, two kids and my wife. So hell, the dog's even a girl. So technically four girls. And um,
1: and you're pretty feminine.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it, right? Like, I definitely walk around the house and, you know... I mean, what can I tell you, man? Like The toilet paper thing is... uh, is We're not crazies. We just want to be able to buy, you know, the the yeah, toilet I, paper that we don't, use. And,
1: don't... If you're a listener to this show, don't go out and hoard a bunch of random toilet paper or bottled water or whatever. Like, it's not the end of the world.
0: Nope, nope. And there are no shortages on any of this stuff. I mean, I... It's just one of those things. So uh but obviously uh we, we pract- we're practicing say uh, social distancing at work right now and uh my work has been severely impacted by all of this. So uh obviously for all of you you that are impacted, we we understand and feel for you and maybe our cast will just help.
1: We hope our content helps you through this time.
0: Exactly. Yeah, maybe maybe we can, you know, make fun of Neil's man crush a little bit hey, more or something today. No so battle cards neil let's uh let's talk about battle cards um let's let's talk about the fact that we can't produce content fast enough to keep up with the deluge of spoilers that is happening. right
1: so since the time that you have probably i mean I hope that you've all listened to our episodes about the bots and the stratagems there have been extra one previewed please go look at them uh everybody's been covering them we're just gonna move forward to the battle cards and do as many as we can um
0: because we're getting close. We're less less than, at the time of this recording, less than four weeks from release. And yeah. probably by the time people hear this, it'll be two weeks to release because it's usually about a two-week lag time from recording to release. Um, so, yeah. I yeah, mean, we'll I mean, probably have the
1: whole set by then. Uh,
0: I, I would I would hope. I, I really would hope that we have the whole
1: set. Don't quote me then. on that because I don't work for Wizards, but I would think we would. Um, yeah. Uh, it's been good. They've, you know... Just tons of spoilers and stuff. If you guys have like any questions for us about the bots or stratagems that we did not cover, you know, hit us up on social media. I'd be happy to talk to you about it. Um and also there's plenty of content producers out there that have covered them, I'm sure. Yep. Uh that you could go find.
0: And and with Neil and I kind of finding uh obviously like our local community has been impacted. There's there all of our local community events have been canceled. Uh, We we have no opportunity to play Transformers uh, in in a physical space right now, so I think we're talking about some ways to bring Transformers gameplay content uh, in the near future, but we're still working on all of that, so hopefully by the time this episode is actually live and you're listening to it, that will be something we're already doing, but if not, we'll be really, really close by then, I think.
1: Right. So, we're going to talk about these battle cards today, and... Uh, at the time of this recording, there are 38 of them previewed, and we're going to just we're going to machine gun these because we tend to go so long on these. So we'll, <laughs> we'll stop and talk about some of the interesting ones. We'll blaze past the others, and uh, I hope you enjoy yeah. it.
0: Yeah. So let's dive in. Let's talk uh, belligerence.
1: Belligerence is one that I think is actually very cool. Like this is like an interesting card instead of just like meh. You know, it's I don't know. That's like a very powerful effect, but it's definitely cool. And you know, everybody loves to play inverted. I think Inverted is real dorky, but like I know lots of people like it. So like this is what I would consider like the good half of Inverted, where you'd have a like a blue deck and you'd want them to be oranges. Um and it also it does both players, so it like kills their defense flips.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think I think it's interesting because I can't decide whether or not Belligerence wants to be in a blue deck as an offensive weapon for Key turns, or whether it's supposed to be in an orange deck as a anti-defense weapon. Uh, obviously, the orange pip makes me think it's supposed to be in an orange deck, but I think they do that on purpose. And I think this is actually really good design because it does um, it does create that kind of internal conflict with the player to decide what to do. So, right. the um,
1: the power of this card is obviously much higher in a blue deck, but in a in an orange deck, like it's probably plus two attack assuming that you're not playing an orange mirror um, where obviously you would side this out or maybe you have this in your side where to side it against blue. Um, but it's a really cool card, right? Like, like I said, this, I don't know if this is constructed playable, but it's cool. And anybody that likes to play inverted gets an additional three copies of inverted for their random blue deck that wants to attack.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, I, I, we'll just see. We'll see how much it, it makes an impact. It's one of those cards that I think lots of people will try early on. It makes sense. It's also a rare. So uh, it, it was one of, I think, one of the earliest rares that were, were spoiled to us in the battle card sets.
1: So the we're going to go fast. The second card is Brass Knuckles. Bold 2. Utility for Blue Pip. Eh, I, meh, I say...
0: Well, I just don't see how this... I mean, I guess as a utility, it has a replacement or a secondary advantage uh, alongside backup beam. But if I'm just trying to play a bold to upgrade on a given turn, I'm just going to grab backup beam
1: because of the green pip. So unless we get... I mean, maybe this is good in limited. I don't think this card is very good. It'll be played in limited maybe.
0: Yeah, I think it will be just because you'll be hunting for uh, you know, quote-unquote weapons, which is something that you always kind of hunt for in limited sets. And um, you know, I'm glad that they're printing some offensive and defensive utilities because relying solely on the weapon slot as your offense or defense or you know, armor and respect to is has always been kind of a problem in the limited play. So I think this helps smooth out limited play a little bit.
1: So the next one is Concealed Contrails, and this shows off the first uh, new battle card mechanic we have where it has a Black Pip and it has a Black Pip for Planes. Um, which is kind of a cool thing. Uh, you know, it, it's just more ways to incentivize you to play their tribals. Um, That's true.
0: It is. I, I I have concerns about that, but I, I'm going to reserve my concerns on uh, archetype pipped uh, battle cards until we've actually seen them in action. Because I mean, this is a card that, has, like, it, it's a double black pip if you have a plane. Well, but if your guy's not in plane mode, it doesn't. So, it, well, it creates... Well,
1: luckily, all of the Airstrike Patrol don't turn into bots. They just stay in planes. <laughs> that's, so.
0: that's not always true, though. Sometimes you flip night flight. Sometimes. But, but I mean, my, my, my point being is is that if I'm going to put this card into a deck with planes, like, it's turning off one part of the mechanics of the game that make the game cool. And... um. I don't know how I feel about that yet. So until I see them in action and decide whether or not they have uh, relevant enough card text. So let's talk about the card text on this card. And and but I just so, wanted to comment. This on This is a that secret action.
1: Uh, when one of your characters defends and you flip battle cards, reveal it. When revealed, the defender gets plus one defense till the end of the battle for each black pip you flipped. This is cool. Uh, I guess. I think it's. it's, it's I think it's. It's magic. turning.
0: It's turning but. your blacks into for for this attack it's turning your blacks into blues um and I think that's okay I mean it's fine, yeah, I mean it's cool, yeah, it's reasonable
1: and it's uh I don't know, it's fine, I think it's exactly fine i I'm not real excited about it uh i I am excited about the like tribal pips, okay I, I just think that's like a cool idea i mean when you look at this card to evaluate it in every other situation, you should just consider it a single black pip. But it's, it is better than that. Like it's, that doesn't make it worse, I guess. Like, no, having assuming, that, having assuming you thing, play an
0: all planes deck, there's a, you know, it's like a 50, right, 50 shot. You, right?
1: even, so if we were taking no text into account and you were looking at battle cards and you had one plane on your team, like, and you were looking at black pips, you would still play this card because like if after you go through all the double blacks, this would be the next best one, because some percentage of the time it's a double black, which is better than any card that's a single black right like blue in
0: that tribal as well
1: yeah it it, just, it doesn't make the card worse to have the tribal pips. so I think it's interesting um, and maybe it'll open up some uh new ideas, I don't know. But
0: yeah, I mean, I definitely want to try it with the Slippery one Jet
1: list. This this card specifically, I'm not very excited about. I just like I like the idea of the mechanic.
0: Yeah, I I do want to try this in Slippery one Jet from a casual perspective, just because that deck already has access to a number of what I would call double blues because of the Airstrike Patrol. So this just kind of adds to that when you're playing Concealing Contrails. I'm not sure I'd play a three of on it, but it's it's. Maybe. I don't know. It's something to see. I
1: think you have to have a very large number of black pips to make this good for the, the text of the card. Like a lot of black
0: well, pips. Well, yeah, maybe. I don't I again it I don't know if you're playing it so much for the effect or the piercing value. So that's the part that I I'd have to see and and would be evaluating probably more so than the actual card text itself.
1: Well let's move on. Uh conversion expertise is a white pip utility. When the character is in alt mode, it has tough one. When the character is in bot mode, it has bold one. I think this is like the perfect limited card. Like it's just like a reasonable pip. And like traditionally the bot side of characters is the attacky side and the alt side of characters is the defendy side. So this fits that. And I just can't think of another time where you really want like this effect. You know, you're never gonna play this in constructed because your deck is gonna be very focused.
0: So so one one comment on this is more just of a, a a MAME style comment, is it's so close to conversion engine and the color palette on it is conversion engine. Almost every time I look at it, I think it's conversion engine. I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, just like like the visual trigger triggers that come off of it. I mean uh conversion conversion engine is i mean other than the last few bits on expertise are basically the same so and then the color palette on conversion L- engine has that kind of purplish orange sort of hue to it so i don't know it just triggers me on that and it it doesn't bother me it's just something that i always have to do a double take on this to th- make sure i'm not looking at conversion engine
1: i mean i don't i don't think this card is good i think you might play it in limited um let's move on to the next one cuz the next one's actually cool Um, counter espionage is a black and a green pip and as an action. It says name an action. Then look at your opponent's hand and each face down enemy secret action. Your opponent scraps these cards among them with that name. So the day that they spoiled this, uh, Scott Landis came out and made a joke about cabal therapy, which is a magic card and a magic card that I happen to love. Uh,
0: I'm so, not sure I'm familiar with Cabal Therapy. You'll Cabal, have to,
1: Cabal therapy is one black and you name a card and your opponent reveals their hand and discards all cards with that name as flashback of sagging a Creature. It's it's a very good magic card. But uh, so it doesn't like it does a similar thing. This only hits actions, obviously it doesn't hit any card. Um, but it does hit secret actions, so this is the first thing in the game that they printed that can deal with your opponent's uh sabotage armaments or hidden fortification.
0: Right. I mean, I guess, I, I, just to preface, the Cypher kind of cared about secret actions, but not enough to make it playable. This is, yeah, this is um, the
1: first, like, good card that they <laughs> cared about. <that. laughs> Agreed,
0: I agree with that.
1: Uh, um, it's at least so, a
0: proactive approach to dealing with secret actions.
1: And, and this card is cool because it does what we always wanted, which is, like, kill their secret action when you need to make a big attack and they have the SA or whatever. Um, but it's not dead the rest of the time. Like, like that's, that's what you fear is that you're going to have this in your deck and you're just like your opponent's not going to ever set a secret action and you're just going to have a dead card, but it has a green pip. So you only have it when you want it. You can play one of, you know, you can play as many as you want, but, um, and if it's the only thing you can do, and it might also just be a good thing to do sometimes, like just to try to hit their, I don't know, uh, like their security checkpoint or whatever. Uh, so it's, I think this card is great. I, I have wanted something in the game that interacts with secret actions, uh, in a real way. And this fits that bill. This, this is yeah. probably the card I'm most excited about that they've spoiled so far.
0: Yeah. I, I, I do agree with that. Um, cause I mean, obviously espionage itself is still a great card. If you're just w- wanting to try to remove threats from a hand, like Chuck security checkpoint, and probably espionage, if that's your only concern is security checkpoint, is probably a better card than this. But if you're um if if you're also worried about, like you said, essays and you're worried about um I don't know, hidden the, fortification. The one thing that this things, does
1: to their hand that espionage does not do is this can hit more than one. Sure, that's uh, true. And so and it, it doesn't miss. I guess, like, well, that's that's not true. So, so it can miss if you name the wrong card, but unlike es- espionage, this can hit uh, blanks. Um, so I I just think this card's really good, and I think it's yeah, I think it's really play. good too.
0: I think it's a well designed card. Uh, it fits in with that you know that sort of archetype, and it makes me wonder if it's potentially getting to a point where you can actually. Um, hand-hate somebody enough to win through a hand-hate sort of strategy. I don't know yet, but uh, I mean, it's, it may be possible.
1: So the the next one is also kind of an exciting one. Um, I know this one was previewed early on, and it has a great picture. <laughs> I,
0: I, I do love the picture, uh, for sure. Crystal
1: of Power is an upgrade weapon armor, and it has the... Nice reminder text just in case you didn't understand it from before that occupies one weapon slot and one armor slot. Um it gives plus 3 attack and plus 2 defense when the upgraded battles uh character battles scrap this card after the battle. So So th-
0: so this is an interesting card because um I I think more more often than not it's it's a weaker grenade launcher, but um I mean, there are some fringe playable moments um, where maybe it, it actually works as the defensive component that you're expecting it to, to be. Right. So that, be.
1: The, the biggest thing that makes this worse than Grenade Launcher is the pip, because it's just a single black pip. So we already have plus three attack black pip weapon that dies after the battle, and sometimes it doesn't die, right? Like, uh, what is that? RR Disruptor Blade? Um. And we also have plus three attack weapon that's blank uh so if you just look at the weapon side of this i I think this is a little ways down the list of what you would play but plus three plus two is like interesting right like this card has two sides it's it's good on offense and it's good on defense nobody ever really played uh scrap armor I don't know what it's called whatever whatever the defensive uh grenade launcher was from wave one. Uh, Right. Because it's
0: plus two defense and and scrap And you scrap it it
1: after the battle. Uh, So nobody really played that, but this you know, this is versatile where most of the time it's probably grenade launcher like plus three attack grenade launcher but some of the time you can play it on defense and it's good, right? Like, I, I think it's probably I think it's probably nuts and Limited and I think that this is a card that could see play um because we haven't really had a card like this before
0: no i I agree i just i think i mean I'm just thinking of different ways you can actually play it to advantage on defense because you'd have to forego one of your offensive turns uh to to do it right so what it means right. what That's, I mean by that is
1: in in the deck, like I said, I think you know ninety percent of the time it's gonna be uh plus three attack. But there'll be a turn where like you know you're gonna kill the guy and you wanna protect your guy, so he plays instead. It's like how sometimes you just like like the best play is just to play a blank bashing shield for plus one defense. That's that's what this would be like. Note that this gets killed by both bashing shield and enforcement batons.
0: <laughs> it does. <laughs> um, it does. It is just gonna get hated. So but, long. but- uh,
1: it's it's cool though. I mean, it it, it, pro- cool. it probably never gets killed by enforcement batons because you like play an attack and then kill them, But I, I don't know. It 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 can be targeted by any of the removal besides the ones that only hit utilities.
0: Yep. So we'll just have to see. We'll have to see how this if it if it makes a, an appearance. I, but I agree I with you being it's a bomb and very unlimited. good and limited. Yeah, I think um. it's insane and limited. You, you have a hard time getting plus plus base stat. Boost in limited in general and this just does that for you
1: so the next one uh, i also think is pretty cool it is electro optical visor and it's got a picture of sound wave on it so that makes me like it more um plus one defense upgrade armor as a blue pip so it's uh its pip is oriented to it being defensive like they don't usually match that way um, when you put on a Decepticon, your opponent reels their hand, chooses an Autobot card from it, and scraps that card. I mean, it would be okay as just, like, blue pit plus one defense and limited or something. Like, it's like a okay card. But, the obviously the ability you get excited about is to make him discard. It's gonna miss, like, a lot of the time. But, uh, if you ever make him discard with it, it's probably a huge blowout. Again, this is, I think this is just a limited card, but...
0: Uh, i agree it's i think it's 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 definitely not really looking at anything that i would be adding immediately to construct decks
1: like it could be a sideboard card it hits like like matrix uh that what we need to do is we need to unbad and press and then we can play this card
0: <laughs> well yeah but uh, is press an autobot card
1: yeah i think so is it? Okay. I, don't know. Maybe I haven't played one in a long time because it's been banned forever. Yeah, it's <laughs> oh
0: no, right. Okay, so you're gonna go you're gonna move on to the next one while I look it up I'm, and confirm whether Press is an Autobot card or not.
1: Alright, yeah, I'm gonna move on. Uh the next one is emergency repair patch. This is the quote like mirror to that one. Uh blue pit plus one defense, upgrade armor. This is an Autobot card. The last one's a Decepticon card. When you put this on an Autobot, repair one damage from it. Eh. <laughs> Yeah, I say. Well so well here here's the thing. I'm you can talk make them discard a... their emergency repair patch with your <laughs> Electro Optical <laughs> Visor. True.
0: I I wanna I wanna make a quick comment on repairing because I think there was a deck floating around by the Wreck and Rule guys in Wave Three that obviously wasn't competitive viable, but was pretty good at repairing. And the more repair cards we get the more that might matter, right? I mean, but sure, I'm not I, sure. I don't
1: think that this is one of them. Like one no. repair, one off one guy is like like we repair three off one guy is not good enough probably because we haven't seen anybody really play uh opportune repairs.
0: Well, that that's where I'm going with it is like this. This turns into I mean, if you play opportune repairs in this, right? If you were playing that sort of deck, um, you're you're getting. F- Heal four for a turn. That that seems pretty pretty solid, but I mean, I, again, I, I'm I'm not saying that it's competitive. I'm just saying that at the end of the day, i they keep giving us repair cards because I think they want that to be an archetype. Because they like to the kill trees right? when I
1: put them in the garbage. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's okay. That's that's what wizards is doing. They're just trying to get me to throw stuff away.
0: Well, I'm I, I'm not sure. I I mean, I think it's it'll be an archetype that I will explore just a little bit. Uh, for fun, I mean, the, not not competitive. I,
1: right. I admit that the there were people playing the like blue bugs deck. Uh, I know you played against one at the EI, and that didn't really play any repair cards, right? It was just the the. they just used the repair function, whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah, just use the repair functions on the bots.
1: Yeah. Um, and that I, was I think like it had almost a toolbox, in it, man.
0: Just to be, just to oh, be fair, God. I think it did have a. T- you want some but,
1: toolbox? I got lots of them. Please take. Yeah, them. I got, I got them. Um. I'll sign him. Anybody that wants to sign toolbox, I'll give it to him for free. Please call me up.
0: You're going to have to pay shipping because Neil's cheap.
1: <laughs> That's true. I, you can come to my house. I'll give it to you, but yeah, <laughs> I, well, won't, I won't pay to ship it to you. It's
0: the most expensive way to get it.
1: <laughs> um, let's, let's move on. So the next one is Energon mace. This is a Decepticon card. It is a blue pip upgrade weapon with plus two attack. While the upgraded character is attacking an Autobot, it gets an additional plus one attack. While the upgraded character is attacking an Autobot leader, the upgraded character has Pierce three. So this is kind of a neat card. I,
0: it, it is a neat card, and I, I want to say one thing. I love the art because this is going back to like when Prime, you know, whips out his like fiery you the, know, the energon, energon axe, as it were, axe, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Is it the actual energon axe though? Cause I couldn't like the energon axe. I mean, anyways, but uh, I, he whips out his energon axe and, and you know, Megatron gives, gets his energon mace out and they had this duel on top of a dam. Cause I'm watching the generation one cartoons again right now. Thanks to somebody on D- discord that, um, pointed out how I could watch generation one transformers. I, I super appreciate that. um, but, yeah, so this is cool i like I like the throwback to the g one megs with with his energy on mace. I think it's neat, whether the card's good or not, i don't know yet
1: i mean we've we've had several versions of like plus to attack weapon um so this specifically like while attacking Autobots is better than that. Specifically while attacking Optimuses, it gives Pierce 3. Like so if you're attacking Optimuses, this is better than Energon Axe.
0: This is also a Decepticon card, so a major shockwave can hit it. Sure. I, mean, that, I, I, I think in most
1: situations it is a worse version of Scoundrels Blaster. Um be but I mean Autobots are good. Like there's always gonna be Autobots. And you don't have to put this on a Decepticon. It is a Decepticon card, but like that's right it's not that's one that is one key difference between scoundrels blaster and this but i think it's probably worse than scoundrels or nobles because it uh it doesn't have the green pip but it's it's a fine card uh it is a rare so like this would be a bomb and limited but like you're not gonna see very often because it's a rare um but the card's pretty good no i agree definitely better than the last two we've reviewed um so let's go to Enhanced power cell this card confuses me. Uh, well,
0: did they just basically say, you know, the heck with increased durability? <laughs> they so just, they just cut it. <laughs> just said, we'll just make it completely irrelevant.
1: Right. So this is a Black Pip upgrade utility that gives the upgrade character plus three health. Which, like, I don't understand why we have that after having the same thing that was plus two health. Like, I.
0: Was it increased durability or minor medic kit? I don't remember. Minor medic kit, I
1: guess. Okay, so so here's the slight differences. Minor medic kit was plus two health. It had two black pips. Uh, increased durability was an armor and gave plus four health. So I guess it's not exactly the same. I don't know. I They seem to think that the health cards need to have a black pip on them, uh, which, I mean energy pack is way too good so i think it's good that they're like trying not to keep the good pips on them but skirts fine again playable and limited i don't think it'll see you constructed play
0: no i agree it, it's not going to replace existing energy pumps for the cards that are playing right. the, the
1: only cards you want to put the health boost on uh can have an energy pack so why wouldn't you just have energy pack that's
0: exactly yeah um, exactly right
1: the next one is escape capsule now Here's a card that's cool. Uh, orange pip, black pip. Upgrade utility, plus one attack. All these all these random utilities that have kind of funny abilities all have plus one attack. It's like, isn't that? Yeah. Like, no, that's it's what kind of a there. thing. Like, really... like Gyro they're... Blaster and Conversion Engine. And it's yeah. they all plus they're one really attack. Just,
0: they're really just trying to up the utility game, but, I think.
1: But this one is cool. It has uh, the orange black pip. Um, when you deploy the upgraded character's head put this in any other upgrades that were on the upgrade character onto the deployed character. So I don't know exactly what this is going to do. I think, yeah, I, don't like, know either. I think we're all on the boat that like, there are going to be characters with heads and that's going to be played because every set up to this point, the like main core of the set has been good. The combiners being like the example I use all the time where like during wave two, combiners were good. Everybody played combiners. So, I assume a similar thing will happen where the head guys will be good in this set and maybe this will be good. I don't know. Uh,
0: Yeah. I, I don't know either. Obviously, you know, I like the idea of an orange black meta, you know, kind of developing as an anti control synergy. And we saw David have some success with that at PPG Orlando. So, when we talk about new orange black cards, what I like about this is like David had a pretty good saturation of orange black to be effective. And so whether or not it needed more orange blacks or not, what this could do is allow you to remove some of the orange blacks that were ineffective because you would still have effective card text. Um, so we'll see. We'll see.
1: I mean, I, I think this card is bad unless you care about the head getting the upgrades. Um, Like, I don't know. That might be good. But that's that's where we're at on it. When we see what the meta looks like, maybe it'll matter. So the next one, um, we have yet another weird grenade launcher. Uh, fusion Borer, uh, upgrade weapon, black pip. It gives plus three attack. It also gives pierce three. And when the upgraded character attacks, scrap this card after the battle.
0: So I think this is better than grenade launcher minus the pip. And my, my reasoning for that is this is guaranteed because of the pip and because you're going to have some base level attack value on every bot. There's only a handful of bots with zero attack power. You're guaranteed to do four damage. Whereas if I put a grenade launcher on a bot and it's a plus four, your guaranteed damage is some value lower than that just because of base offensive power and, or excuse me, base defensive power and, or, you know, battle card flips. So I think there's there's something here, but
1: I don't know yet. This card's powerful. I I mean, this is the kind of card you want in that like orange black pierce deck. Like, yeah, just, no, I agree. But it's I think it'll be good. I I don't know how good yet. It it will depend on the meta because this this is definitely worse than flamethrower or not flamethrower grenade launcher in uh, agro mirrors, but maybe better than grenade launcher against control. I, it will, it will just depend on if they're a good control decks format. Um, so moving on, cause we got a whole lot of alphabet left and <laughs> not a lot of time. <laughs> I think we're doing pretty good. Um, but
0: yeah, we may not get through them all today. We'll, we'll we're not going to go extra long. Like we have the last two episodes. Thanks for everybody that stuck with us for those.
1: I hate these cards. Uh, I do not like them. Uh, This one is Ghost Shield. There's also a weapon version, but this is uh, Upgrade Armor, Orange Pit, plus three defense. Play this only to replace an armor on a character that has no empty armor slots. If an opponent's card would cause this to be scrapped from a character, you can scrap an armor from your hand instead. So that's a bunch of words. Um,
0: Yeah, it is a bunch of words.
1: So this card... I don't like because it it two-for-ones you. Like, you have to replace a card with it. Obviously, it's strong. Like, plus three defense is a lot of defense. Um, and it kind of protects itself by, like, like, them bashing shield or whatever you scrap an arm from your hand. So, I will not say this card is bad. I think that, like, this card has the potential to be good. But, I don't like it because I don't like the two for one myself. And the only way you really get that value back, because even if they bashing shield and you discard for your hand, you're still like trading one for one with your opponent. Right. Um, you're just discarding instead of it. So the only time that you really get value out of it is when they like try to bashing shield, you discard and then you save enough tempo from like preventing the three damage in the game that it's worth the value of the first card you replaced. Obviously you can mitigate this with, uh, like cards that any, any card advantage essentially will, will replace the cards you discard to this, but is that worth it? I don't know. Um,
0: well, I think, I think it's one of those things where obviously you're going to have to have, um, it it feels like this is going to end up in a control deck, you know, with an orange pip, right? Which means that you're going off colored pip on, on the play, but you're, you know, you're going to be relying on things like sparring gears and bashing shields as a way to protect it. And that, I don't know if that matters at the end of the day.
1: The, the only, the only way I see this being like really good is like, and I don't know if this works because I, I don't know exactly how the other cards are worded, but can you cheat it in with the Jetfire or with Hunker Down or something?
0: Yeah, both both of those would be acceptable. Hunker Down, you may not be able to uh, because Hunker Down says you can you upgrade your tanks that don't have uh, armor, so it may not work with Hunker Down. Right. But Jetfire, you can cheat it. Has
1: it has something to do with like the put versus the play. I don't know. It, if you can cheat it in, then it's really good. But uh, otherwise, I think it's like you just need to get enough value out of the like the tempo of them trying to kill it and you not letting it get killed yeah. and also I like see I see what you're your saying guys. because yeah hunker down um, might
0: actually work too cuz hunker down says put you're right so so you're right as we talk about the put versions Jeff fired hunker down are the only two cards we've seen so far that allow you to put a card into play from your discard pile and that put would supersede any play restrictions so right. so, so yes you
1: you then it, it I mean, way. then it's OK if you obviously if you cheat in the play, it's very powerful. But I just I don't like having to already like because if you draw this card in the late game and you don't have a guy with an armor on it and you just draw a blank, that doesn't seem worth it at all. When you could just be playing like a uh, sparring gear or whatever.
0: Yeah, I, I I think you're right. But I mean, I guess we'll see. I, I mean, if we get more armor cheating, then this card might go.
1: Right. And it's it'll be the same thing with the weapon. Um, so let's let's go to the next one um this is grav inhibitor it is an upgrade weapon it has a black pip it gives pierce three is this better than piercing blaster i don't think so i don't think so either i think the white pip is better but yep i i, I would p- agree
0: white pip seems to be a better pip choice but if you're talking limited this is a fine card for limited
1: yeah sure I I mean, this card could see Constructed Play. I know that there were Piercing Blasters in some decks at one time, so maybe this is good enough. I, so, I don't think so, but it's possible. So this the is, key
0: here... This is closer to being good to-
1: than, like, Enhanced Power Cell.
0: <laughs> right. So, so one of the things that Piercing Blaster... I, I've played a fair amount of Piercing Blaster just trying to make blue control decks do some damage and be more consistent in their damage output. And Piercing Blaster doesn't ever get there just to be, you know, completely... Th- transparent on this process but um grav inhibitor does give you the black pip which means that other grab and inhib- grab inhibitors in the deck actually help you because again it goes back to that all right since i have a black pip on the card if i have grab grav inhibitor on my um bot then i get to a point where i'm probably doing four like you you're trying to find a bot with four damage right you have to have four damage here yeah but if you can do that then you're you're going to get that four fairly consistently just because of the extra black pip in the deck on top of the base value pierce three whereas piercing blaster doesn't add to that well maybe it depends on how you look at it like because it does flip more
1: battle cards i i think they're very comparable i think they're both pretty meh (laughs) yeah i agree um
0: I think it'll be fine and limited, though. I think if you see sure. this come across, it, it's a fine limited
1: card. If so. if the limited format is anything like the last one, it's the only thing that matters are black pips and pierce. So, well, uh, to, to
0: be <laughs> to be really fair, in in the you know we've seen thirty some cards or something out of the sixty some right now, but we've only got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 11, we have 11 out of 36 cards, 12 out of 36 cards. So one third of the set actually has the standard default color functioning pips. So I don't think we're going to see a ton of blues or a ton of oranges, unless all the battle cards we get from here on out are orange or blue, um, that are actually, which I don't think they will be, uh, that are actually, uh, impactful in just base gameplay. Right. So, and I, and I factored out like, melee with blue right or planes with blue or whatever right like i took all the tribal pips out but my my point being is is that uh i i I fully suspect limited will always or at least for some period of time moving forward be about health and about black pips and not about blue or orange pips
1: yeah i mean based on the pool we've seen so far i think i agree um i one of the things about the like tribal pips uh that I'm excited for is limited because it's just like cooler deck building decisions. So let's move on to the next one. This one happens to have a tribal pip. Um, it's hand to hand combat. It is a blue pip for melees. Um,
0: I'm excited. The melees are getting some love here.
1: This card is cool. I I mean, it's an action. Choose one of your characters when it attacks this turn and doesn't have a weapon. It gets plus three attack until the end of battle and you scrap all the defender's weapons. I mean, the plus three attack pump is a fine pump. It has a, a blue pip, unfortunately, so it's kind of like like the old ways where we had plus attack on blue. It's um, leap into battle. Well, essentially, it's, with a little It's activity. got a lot of like extra work you gotta do before it's leap into battle.
0: <laughs> but sure. uh but but I mean that's what it's a it's kind of the card that they're well, I would call it the equivalent card they're printing in the set for leap
1: yeah it's it's okay um it's a blowout if you ever get to actually kill a weapon with it like i I assume that doing an extra three damage and killing the weapon is very good um i I don't know how good it's gonna be. It's interesting that like it has the blue pip for melees but it doesn't actually interact with melees in any other way. You can just play this on any guy um so, so I it's think a blank it's, on any other good. guy,
0: though, which is makes it probably not good enough on any other guy.
1: Well, the, I mean, assuming that we're playing it. It's the same for every character, like if it's in your deck and it's in your hand, it's the same for every character. If it's in your deck and you're flipping it for battle cards, then it like then it cares.
0: Right, right. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. Like we I mean, we evaluate cards on Pip, uh, you know, Pip color all the time. So. Um, I think that when we talk about hand-to-hand combat, in particular, what you're what you're talking about there is if you don't have melees, you're not playing this card because it's going to only be a blank on flips, and and flips are, as we know, a very big portion of actually what your battle cards do in the deck, more so than probably their card text.
1: Right. I mean, I I think for constructed, this card is if it's played will be, you know, index where the like the guys can flip it on defense, but uh in general, like unless there's gonna be some kind of set rotation, this card is way down the list of cards that you would play in that slot because uh it's behind leap in the battle, obviously, it's behind bigger they are and heavy handed uh like so I don't at this point, I don't think it'll see any constructed play um unless there's some all melee control deck we don't know about um, well i mean i think even, that's what this even is then trying to i do, still right? think it's worse than uh those other cards i mentioned because like a lot of times the way that leap into battle works is you like you just go weapon leap into battle and attack because that's the way that your control deck gets damaged through and you can't do that with this card
0: no you, you definitely can't so i think yeah it, it's it's an interesting card that i'm not sure to your point, that they'll actually end up seeing constructed or competitive play with. But, um, I mean, who knows? I, mean, I, maybe, I want maybe to believe ma- that I mean,
1: they, they designed these sets with Limited in mind uh, because I like Limited. And I this is, like again, the kind of card that I think is interesting for Limited because it will always be good.
0: Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. I think it is interesting for Limited and I think it'll be fine and it will see play in Limited. It's uncommon. So, uh, it's, it's one of those kind of... Um, uncommon sort of bombs that you can have in limited so i think it's good um
1: so let's let's go to headbutt this card is sweet uh it's an action it has a double black pip only for titan masters um tap one of your characters in body mode tap an enemy that has 10 stars or fewer that is in bot mode or body mode (laughs)
0: That's a that's lot. A, that's a lot of words. It's
1: yeah. <laughs> a lot to unpack. Um, so this card has a potential to be extremely powerful. It also has the potential to do zero, just nothing. This this is like uh, just one of those like lottery cards. I, I don't know. So again, this will only matter if, the, uh, if there's like 10 star or fewer bots that are seeing a lot of play, which, you know, the aggro decks currently play those kind of bots. Um, and you tapping, like, like if you tap your skydiver or whatever to tap their, uh, fire drive or like their, um, tailwind or something like, I think you're doing pretty good.
0: Yeah. Do you, do you think they built this card specifically to combat the flame war decks?
1: How does it combat the flame war decks? Like, well, Flame, war, open is flame ten- war up?
0: Yeah, so that you can open Flame War up and kill her.
1: Most of the... Like, against most of the Flame War decks, it's, like, not correct to attack Flame War. Like, like that's, that's like, the trap everyone falls into, is, like...
0: that. That I, I'm not disagreeing with that statement at all. I'm asking whether or not you think the design team thought this was the kind of design that would combat Flame War decks, where people were using Flame War. Because there was a period in time, going further back, where uh flame war was the bot you protected as long as possible so that you can maintain as, the tough value on your bots for as long as possible as well so flame war was the last bot offered up in some of those scenarios
1: i mean to be real honest i have no idea what this card does like i mean i can speculate like the situation i just provided but uh you know it it seems like more of a control card than aggro card to me because more off like Like you're talking about how it opens up a character to attack, uh, you know, a lot of the dudes that are actually targetable by this, I don't think are ones that you want to do that with. Like you just, like if you're playing against a deck that's a flame war deck, you probably should just be attacking their big core guy. So and you're not gonna be able to tap it with headbutt anyway. Um, No, that's true. So I like I assume that it's one one thing it does, I guess. Uh just off the top of my head is it turns the stealth off of the patrols. Um at the cost of like, like two guys. You know, you they lose an attack, but like if you're doing it to a patrol guy, you're probably just one-shotting him anyway, so you're kind of like attacking this that character with two guys. Um I don't know. It's I think this card is really powerful, like I said. I but I have no idea what it does. <laughs> I just. <laughs>
0: I'm with you. I don't know either. So, uh, and, and I think one of the other things that's a real detriment to this card is the fact that once your Titan master is dead, assuming you only have one Titan master on your team, it, any number of copies in this, of this card in your deck become blank. They're literally blank. Right. Blank if, if I
1: blank. was considering playing this card, I would assume that it was a blank pip. I guess.
0: Yeah, no, I, but I'm talking about even the body, the text. Cause you have to have a character in body mode. So so once your body mode yeah, character is. I, I see dead, what you're
1: saying. I it mean is, and, it is
0: hundred percent blank.
1: And it's I mean it's also possible that this just like I guess it actually doesn't hit the patrols. I should ask that because they have to be in bot mode or body mode. So whatever I just said about the patrols is totally wrong. Um
0: That's true too. Yeah, you're right. So
1: more, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what this card does. It's probably too <laughs> narrow to do anything.
0: Yeah. I, I'm I'm with you. I, I I know it, it looks cool and it sounds cool, but I, man. I,
1: you guys just heard the entire analysis about this from my brain because it started out where I thought it was cool and then I like convinced myself it did some stuff and then I realized <laughs> I was wrong and then I totally took it all back. And uh, that's, the, that's the kind of an insight peek to a conversation. Yeah,
0: that's the kind of conversation Neil and I can have back and forth when we uh, start talking about cards when we're not on stream. So usually when we're on a, on a, pod or a stream or something like that we've we've already talked about a lot of stuff but just with everything going on right now we're just kind of running right. it but headbutt yes, is not real the
1: coronavirus time. we haven't been talking about it very much uh,
0: <laughs> that's true
1: so let's let's get a couple more in here before we have to stop um okay this card is so sweet uh it is so <laughs> bad but it's so sweet uh, it you is know. a green pip. It's an action. Choose two of your characters. If they share a trait, repair one damage from each of them. It's called high five. I just five. feel like, uh, yeah, it's, it's high called high five. High five. If, if if you guys, I just feel
0: like you got to high five your opponent when you play it. Like high five. Yeah, high five. like seriously. Like but not right now. Social so I'll, I'll
1: tell you one thing that this made me think of immediately. Uh, which is kind of a deep cut is, I own the Penny Arcade deck building game. And it's and like Ascension or whatever. Uh, it's just a deck builder, but it has a card in it called Touch Wieners, <laughs> and it's got picture of it's got a picture of little wiener dogs like uh, where like Dachshund. I don't know what the wiener dog is. Yeah, uh, it's got little wiener dogs high fiving on it, <laughs> and it it just this picture reminds me of it, and it made me laugh so hard because the the Touch Wieners card when you play it. <laughs> Everybody that has a touch wieners can reveal from their hand and draw a card. So you just, oh like, high-five everybody at the table. That's and It's so funny. Yeah, it's so oh. good. I, this that is a game awesome. that I would recommend if you like deck builders. Check out the Penny Arcade deck builder. Um, but I, this card is god-awful. Please don't play it. But send as many the of them as you have to me because I just want to collect them because I think it's so sweet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not, 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 not
1: not I'll, I'll trade you all my uh god what, what was i giving away earlier i don't even remember I,
0: I, nobody knows oh uh, i'll trade
1: you i'll trade you all my toolboxes for these high fives though i guess if you're a person that wants a toolbox you probably want the high fives too
0: yeah, like, they <laughs> kind of to, they kind of work together <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. So, yeah. This is why we never get every screwed. all my I'm listeners. You. <laughs> when you get high
1: five, sign them, send it to me. I'll show them off on stream or social media or something. And he'll, hi-
0: he'll sign toolboxes and send them back to you. Yeah. That you guys That'll can, be like, the, the trade. That's, that's Look, like, the, this is good the, for you because for you're
1: sending me an uncommon. and I'm sending you a rare.
0: That's true. And I think at some point toolbox actually was, had Don't, some no.
1: value. It's all in your head. It's, it's I, made up. I, I'm, <laughs>
0: I'd have to go back and look at what I sold toolboxes for early on, but I think I was getting four or five dollars a copy at one point.
1: So <laughs> these these lots on high five are not practicing good social distancing.
0: They are not. They they're like, screw you, Corona. We're gonna high five.
1: So anyway, so, let's let's get just a few more. Uh the next one is hold let's, the hold let's, the line. Yep. Um yep, yep, is yep. a white pip and a green pip. It's a secret action. Reveal one of your Woo! characters' defends, repair one damage from the defender. It can't take more attack damage this battle than the number of stars the attacker has. This card so that's is sweet. kind of
0: interesting. Yeah. The that re- part, that last line is what's interesting here. Yeah, right? the
1: like, repair doesn't matter, really. I mean, it's better than if it didn't repair him, I guess. But uh, this card has a relevant pip in the white. It has a green pip, so you can always have when you want it. And it is good against the patrol aggro decks. Uh, well, it's also
0: good in the patrol aggro decks. Like, like... I mean, it's just—I don't know. It's good. Well, it's just good. I mean,
1: it's—it's it's exactly as good as how big the attacker killing you is, like.
0: <laughs> right, but I mean, like most. So, so think about it like this: and, and most of the time, when you play patrol agro. Um the amount of damage, obviously prime is hold the line is not good for a prime attack. Right. But it's good for the other two bots. And that's what I'm getting at when it is like, okay, well it, it all but guarantees, no matter how much your opponent like pumps up a flame war or pumps up a skydive to try to kill one of your patrols, they can't do it. So,
1: I mean, I I don't, I don't think I'd ever play this card in aggro. I guess it's like, like back when people were playing force field in aggro, like this is kind of like that. Uh, but, like you well, said, only it, against the little guys. Like, only in the mirror, right. I think. Because like, yeah. you're not going to board this in against any of the control decks or anything. Because, like, the the Galaxy Prime is still just going to 15 you or whatever.
0: Right, but you weren't going to survive Galaxy Prime anyways outside of playing Force Field. So, my, my point being is that this isn't... You don't play this card when it's Galaxy Prime's turn to attack. You play this card when it's the other guy's turn to attack. Because it, it just... It, it all by guarantees two attacks into those bots because there are times when uh skydive or dead end or whomever it is decides to attack and the the opponent has played a scoundrel's blaster or a noble's blaster or uh you know or some other thing like uh, i don't know you know leap into battle on it or whatever and all of a sudden that little guy's attacking for eight into a guy that's gonna have one defense and all your guys die to that Right, you still get one shotted by Skydiver Flame War in that scenario. But hold the line says, Ah, not so fast, my friend. You are not gonna kill me this turn, even though you put all this card play into that. So I think there is some reason to consider it for the Springer, but it's it's a it absolutely mauls. I mean it's it's just mauls the kind of anti air airstrike patrol aggro sort of play, right? Like it's it's really
1: good against wide aggro. I'd yeah, just really, is. really good.
0: Yeah. Alright, so one more, and then we're going to sign off for today, and then we will return and do the rest on episode 13. 13. Ba- Lucky number 13.
1: Baker doesn't. Um, so this card, I don't know about It's Hollow Matter Projector. It's an upgrade armor. It has a green pip, so it's essentially blank, so you can pick it up whenever you need it. Um... The upgraded character can't take non-attack damage from your opponent's cards, and has plus one defense on it, I guess. But this card,
0: I don't know how I feel about this card.
1: We've seen this effect a few times. Yep, um, on bots.
0: We've seen it well, on bots, though.
1: And there's a secret action: uh, take cover. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah that's um,
1: sure. Does the take does it take cover have a green pip on it? It does. Then I would think Take Cover is better than this. Um, well, take
0: take Cover is less interactable, right? Like, this is about creating some permanency. Like, you can try to play it permanently. But because it's an armor, it's really not permanent. Well, So we can just kind of get over that. And then I guess it's really good maybe with green light?
1: I don't know. It doesn't seem good. Like, we have, like, defensive driving, which has a pip on it and like is essentially the same as this. um. Cause the only time you want this kind of effect is against like multiple instances of damage. Like there's just not enough cards in the game that do five or whatever that this would block that defensive driving wouldn't. Um, Or you can I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, like have the, an iron height on your team. I,
0: well, like, yeah, the one scenario I can see is just opening hand, gr- have green light, play a hollow matter projector and attack with green light. Because now your opponent has to attack into green light, and she's got the safeguard. So at that point, like if they armed hovercraft you, that's when they get the blowout, and this all but stops the armed hovercraft.
1: I, I guess. Mean, I mean, the the it thing seems about like that a lot of that, like, for nothing, right? You're you're like building a makeshift scrapnel that isn't as good as knoll, and also like like in the situation where that happens, you just like like I attack you with skydive or I attack you with night or whatever and play no cards and you take three instead of four or just take two. And then like, it doesn't matter. I, I don't know. It, there may be a time. Like this is the kind of card that maybe is printed for the future of the game. Cause there may be some other combo deck that involves like a lot of indirect damage and having a green pip card that you can play a one of in your sideboard or in your main or whatever, and just pick up. To stop that is good, but right now I I can't imagine this being better than the current options we have.
0: Yeah, me neither. So okay, well, uh that's gonna do it for episode. <laughs> we made 13. it all the way to H. <laughs> we made it to H, yes. Yes. God. I, I, I take that as a win. I mean, isn't H ha- almost halfway through?
1: No, <laughs> it's it's <laughs> okay. not at all. Shh. I guess I can be it's it's it not almost halfway us. through the alphabet. It is actually almost halfway through the previewed cards.
0: The preview cards. So uh we will return with episode thirteen. We'll continue with the battle card spoilers. I'm sure Watsy will drop more uh spoilers between now and when thirteen gets recorded. Uh but we want to thank you for being here with us. Of course, uh follow us on your favorite social media platforms, chat with us. We love talking to our fans and yeah, you know, send right me a bunch of high again, fives. we drop mains. <laughs> Yeah, Neil wants high fives. I want Send high virtual fives. high fives. So, you can drop them on the shuffle bus, regular uh, high fives account.
1: or the cardboard battle card version.
0: And anything you want. Anything you want. Remember we've got the the uh deck building challenge going on, so show us your best Volcanicus deck uh with Jurassic punch in it. You might win yourself a 35th anniversary Sound Blaster, Soundwave, I don't even know now. I'm a Blaster and Soundwave deck and uh we will see you all in episode 13. Thanks so much.
1: I guess.